This will be the Whispercast. Not the Chuddle. Chuddle. This movie sounds awful. I'm sorry, guys. Surprise. Whoa. Touching butts. Kinky. Creepy pasta. Please. Boina. You can't say Teddy Spaghetti three times or else. Don't mention his name. Pastacle. A Ouija version of the stranger. Oh, that's fantastic. Hey. Out of the mist and into the fog, it's Chuddle the Pod. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Chuddle the Pod, where three best friends take a look at the curious world around us. And what do I mean by the curious world around us? Well, we'd like to take a dive into movies, music, mystery, and history, dabbling in the frightening, fantastic, freakish, and ferocious, and almost always touching the world of the macabre. On today's episode, we communicate with the spirits and watch the movie Extraordinary. As always, those beautiful voices you don't hear chiming in are my lovely co-occupants of the pod. <laughs> uh, you can follow, oh, oh, hey. yeah, hey, that one, Ross at Chuddle the Ross Instagram and Twitter. How you doing? I'm doing quite well. You know, um, a little change of pace from the last movie we watched. Oh god, um, yeah. This, yeah <laughs> this was this was just what this was the eye bleach that I needed. Honestly, guys, this was after after the sadness. I think we needed a little pick me up, and I think this this movie did that for me. I I agree with you very much. So, uh, so besides you know digging into this movie, are other things going well with you? You doing good over there? Doing well, yeah, okay, yeah. Good, I've, good, um, good. You know, uh, still team no sleep. Um, uh, I, I think we're bored. I'm borderline getting into like hallucinations at this point, but nothing too too crazy. Uh, they're mild at best, okay. so that's pretty good. Good. Uh, and, uh, that is. Yeah. That's glad yeah. to hear that. Yeah, glad. you know, you know what I'm talking about, Sam. <laughs> that other voice you hear yeah. chiming in is Chuddle the Sam Instagram slasher. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing well. Thank you for asking me. Thank you for having me. Good to have you here. Not too much of an exciting week. Sort of same old, same old. There. I I did want to take this time to make a formal announcement. Uh, so Raven's Banner Entertainment, who put out The Sadness and Psycho Goreman, I think, too. And what uh, what was our lost episode? Skull the Mask. Tons of stuff. Yes. Ah, our lost episode. Yes. <laughs> and they're uh, I based in Toronto, I think. And anyway, they liked our sadness stuff that we posted on Instagram and friended us and left us some comments. So I'd like to officially renounce any Canadian slander that I may have joked about previously <laughs> wow. on the podcast. God, I thought you were about that to say like they're sponsoring funsies. us. <laughs> yeah, that's that's they want to make our festival happen. I thought they were. Yes. Go- I thought they were going to give us words of encouragement. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah, but you know what? That's really that's really big of you, Sam. And uh, you know, I think that's the that's the step in the right direction. That is the first step, and that's perfect. I'm glad we're taking it there. And as always, you can go ahead and follow me at Chuddle the Bryant with a why? Cause fuck it. And I'm doing well. It's good to be here. It's fun to do this tonight. I was brought to the attention that a you remember the song uh by Blink One Eighty Two. What's my name? Uh, Which one? What's my age again? Not what's my name. What's, what's my, my name? age again? <laughs> yeah. What's my name? You know, <laughs> that's that's <laughs> me getting old because that song is now twenty twenty three years old. So technically, I don't think we're supposed to like it anymore for this wow. year. Oh, right. Because wow. nobody likes you when you're, you're twenty three. Wow. Oh no. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Can scrub, I put this? Just gonna scrub it from the planet. 
Exactly. All right. Well, instead, I'm going to listen to What's My Name by DMX. Thank you. That, that'll be go. all good. <laughs> do that. R.I.P. Earl Darkman X. And otherwise, what I want to do is take this time to go ahead and let the audience know of all the awesome ways that they can get a hold of us and interact with do us it. and really, you know, help us as a podcast. If you like what you're <gasps> hearing with they, us, Brian? they can, you know, well, first of all, share us. Let your friends and family know about us. You know, get it out there. Mm-hmm. Let the other ears, uh, let your other ears digest Chuttle. this and chuddle. Yeah. And then yeah. go ahead and review, rate us, iTunes, Spotify. They love those uh, reviews and ratings over there. And we love them too. So that would be cool. And go ahead and email us at yeah. Gmail which is chuddlethepod at gmail. (laughs) If you want to send us any shit over there, we would love to have it. Send it in. Send us a little voice recording. Send us any fake little commercials you want to make. Who cares? Do it. And what else do we have? We have Instagrams, as I always say, at chuddlethepod. We have a slasher. Slasher's going hard. We're we're, we're going there. Loving that. I'm going hard on slasher. You guys are great on slasher. I love slasher. It's the best social media platform. (laughs) In my opinion, it is. Everyone's nice over there. We're all having a good time just talking yeah. about horror shit. Oh, wait a second. You post something stupid, people interact with it and are pretty pretty good about it. <laughs> Brian, we have a website now. Yeah, yeah, you can certainly. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. if you want to collectively get to probably anything. And a Discord. And, yes, to get to, to yeah, all the other things that we're getting <laughs> to here. The Discord, the website, chuddlethepod.com. That's a simple Dot place. Com. Exactly. We got it. Nobody else had that website. We got it. Nobody had that. <laughs> what that's a quinky dink. That's just a quick link. It'll get you to all the, the podcast episodes. It can get you to our link tree, which will have you links to all of our social medias and Discord as well. Jump in the Discord. We've been having a lot of fun in there. There's a few people hanging out. We talk about movies, yeah. music, mystery, and history. Dabbling at the gruesome grues- mm-hmm. grilly 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 too a little the bit girly. the girly um mm-hmm. we do a lot of talk about grills nelly talk in yes. there so mm-hmm. it's it's really uh, fun yeah. jump in there there's TV gonna be johnny um you discord guys are so weird i love it i like it's just every time <laughs> i walk every time i log in i'm just like oh, oh the chuddle heads on the discord yeah the chuddle heads are so much fun <laughs> it's it's a blast so we're enjoying all of this and we invite all of you into it and hope to see more of you there so what we're gonna go ahead and do now is probably take a quick little break because we want to get right into the movie extraordinary after that break so let's take the break oh fuck i'm so sorry it's everyone out there it's my fault it's because i insisted I insisted on downloading it. I insisted on pressing play. I insisted we listen to Chuddle the Pod. And now we're all gonna die out here. What was that sound? Hey, we're back. Thank you so much to our kind listener for those kind words of praise, encouragement, wisdom, or knowledge, or just general kind of like a factoid. Maybe it was like a tall tale for some reason. Maybe you're giving us like some sort of moral compass, a limerick. That'd be fun. Send it in. We'll play it. So as we said before the break, we're going to go ahead and get into Ross's video roundup because we got a movie to talk about and it's going to be fun. So let's do. do that. Well, hey there, buckaroos. Welcome for another video roundup with your pal, Ross. Spoilers ahead. From the quaint haunt of quirkiness 
comes 2019's Extraordinary, an actually funny horror movie that dives deep into one-hit wonders, Irish blunders, and a whole lot of paranormal activity for a small town. Meet Rose, a mild-mannered driving instructor with a special talent, who meets Martin Martin. That's right, Martin Martin. Who has more marital problems than all of the Kardashians combined, and from beyond the grave, who also has a gift of his own. These two will face all odds, a gratuitous amount of slime vomit, to save his daughter from a satanic simpleton who wants to be back on the billboards and do anything or sacrifice anyone to get it. Grab your dick stick, make sure to have your paranormal go bag, and be prepared to become extraordinary. <laughs> Is it a metaphobes? Is that what a metaphobes? Uh, yep. A uh, meta? Yes. A meta. A at the um, beginning? If Something you like don't that. like slime. And if you don't like a metaphor cube, warning, big there's time. a lot. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. there's, there's I a thought lot it was going to be OK ish, but then no, no, it just goes right into no. it. I, see, it gets so gross. The characters realize how gross it is. <laughs> oh, it's gross. There's a few quotes that Martin Martin does in this movie that I think are just so funny because it's exactly what I would have said in that scenario being real. You know. All right. So if you haven't watched it there, you got your warning. All right. So let's get yeah. into this. Yes. guy. Guys, extraordinary. I watched this. I think in the beginning of 2020 i missed it when it first came out but man this is a genuinely funny movie i'm just gonna say that off the bat like usually when there's like horror comedies i find that like it's either a horror movie with like three jokes or a really funny movie that doesn't have a lot of horror in it this is for me personally is a really beautiful blend of both like, I got the horror stuff that I needed, but I also got all the humor that I needed as well. Interesting. I felt it was pretty light on the horror. I was, I would <laughs> almost kind of agree with that. I didn't, like, feel the horror. I definitely felt the I guess comedy. not horror. Comedy. I feel like gore. I guess, like, I got, I got my gore in there. You know, like, when you see a virgin explode. Um, yeah. I think, like, you know, I think there's some, oh, there's yeah, some pretty like decent gore there. scenes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no there's definitely get some good stuff no i understand what you're saying that like it's not like when it does the horror it does the horror if that makes sense like it doesn't yeah. skimp on it like and or doesn't like no. kind of play it down or make it childish there's not like an exuberant amount of it i mean as no. we said we're just coming off the sadness so maybe we've yes. gone vanilla <laughs> on a lot of things now yes. we've come out as we're different just... people <laughs> we're so jaded we're just so yeah, talking jaded. about any of this being gross i'm like i, was, I don't what, think what? So. i don't even remember <laughs> that that was fun i had to watch like... <laughs> totally fun so I think honestly, like I really like the the tone of this movie, like right off the bat, because I mean, like we have this like 1980s videotape that has Vincent Dooley or Father Dooley mm-hmm. uh, kind of introducing. I just like the setup of this where it's just all these, these like they're almost like how to in a documentary where it's like you may right. have a special talent. This talent could save you from a lot of things. What a ghosts. Ghosts of this. Ghosts of that. I like the fact of like There's seeing the haunting and then they, mm-hmm. Oh my God. The different types of ghosts. Like we're surrounded by ghosts at any given moment. Yeah. I loved it as a device to introduce us to the world of ghosts and just the, the normality of it. Yes. I, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And Oh, absolutely. It was fun. And, the and like banality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we also get introduced to our main character, uh, Rose, who apparently killed or slaughtered her Slaughtered. Father? Slaughtered. <laughs> uh-huh. Slaughtered. Yeah. That, enti- that entire scene with her and her sister, Sailor, 
just at the at her father's gravesite. I thought it was just fucking outstanding. I, what made it even funnier for me is right after they got out, this the awkward dialogue, getting out, and then the garbage truck showing up <laughs> literally fifteen seconds later and throwing the flowers into the dumpster. <laughs> was just because it's on uh, the it's on the side of the road, like he had been struck by a car or something. It's not like at a cemetery, <laughs> right? Yeah, like he died inside. The well, you'll we'll get into that, which I also find is like probably top five like most ridiculous murders that's or kills that have ever happened in a movie. Slaughters. Sla- sla- I'm sorry, slaughters. He got father slaughtered. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> so Rose is a driving instructor who basically kind of like lives alone. Kind of the no one. I'm home. Kind of lives a mundane life uh, with a strangely ominous locked door. And a absolutely mm-hmm. strict no pants policy in her house that I am a hundred percent for. I don't know about you, gentlemen, uh, but pants are the first thing that comes off when I get home. So I mean, wouldn't you all? I mean, the first thing she says when she gets home is "Hello, nobody, I'm home." I mean, the pants yes. are obviously coming off at that obviously point. Come off. <laughs> <laughs> and while sitting on a on a giant Pilates ball. Uh, we get a uh, a series of voicemails, and so now we kind of uh, get a little tidbit of what she does but doesn't do because she hasn't done it in a while what which she is did paranormal investigating because like her dad said in the videos she's got a talent we also get the beginning of a voicemail but jump kind of further back uh we're introduced to a gentleman named martin martin uh martin martin is which i worked with a guy named bradley bradley <laughs> oh and really? calling him out Really, yeah, you hear me. I'm calling you out. <laughs> but what's even crazier about that is I'm pretty sure it. It. I'm pretty sure it's his last name. Is he changed now his first name? That was not his. What his name was? He got his last name changed to Bradley. Oh, so okay. He's a Bradley to become imposter. Bradley. Bradley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He made that choice. Oh, that's his final form. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Martin Martin's played by Barry Ward. I gotta say, dude. Okay, Barry Ward has a Bruce Campbell level of bot like physical comedy in this movie. And like there I was getting so many Evil Dead 2 vibes from this character towards the end of this movie. I fuck it. I really Oh sure. Really, yeah. Really towards liked. the end. Oh yeah. my God, dude. Yeah. Barry Ward's Martin up. Martin was so fucking funny. So Martin Martin, I'm just gonna go by Martin, is haunted by his dead wife Bonnie, who pretty much dictates his life from beyond the grave. So we get like you know, that nice little dash of undead domestic violence. Oh, uh, yeah. So we get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he wants to wear a different shirt, but she laid out a shirt for him. And yes. uh, he goes to open <laughs> because... up the, uh, the the wardrobe and just she smashes the door in his face. So, yeah, that's just face. that dashly uh, ghostly mm, fire. Okay. Domestic violence. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So like and like we're getting toast messages. The dogs have worms. Uh, oh yeah uh, (laughs) martin's daughter basically kind of gives her uh sarah is kind of like it's either me or mom so like either one like i'm Mm -hmm. gonna fucking move out like this is fucking ridiculous which kind of initiates the call to rose i absolutely love the awkward chemistry between martin and rose like so i love how literal martin is and how awkward rose is in comparison so 
under false pretenses um, <laughs> of trying to learn how to drive, he asks Rose for help, which I love the um, bringing, like, the handmade sandwiches. Like, he makes a lunch and just, like, that awkward <laughs> I love that scene. <laughs> he puts it with the two cheese boxes. And then the after-dinner mints on top of them. Oh, God damn it. Like, just so weird. He keeps pulling stuff out of his pocket that he had brought for the driving lesson. <laughs> uh-huh. Brings out a toasted sandwiches and then juice boxes and then after-dinner mints. I think that's everything, right? Yeah. Yes. And I like yeah, how yeah, the yeah. mints weren't wrapped, apparently. They just looked like no. they were loose mints. Loose pocket loose mints. mints. Lint mints. Lint mints. Just a whole lot of lint mints going on. <laughs> just that. Mm, just good. I wanted. I wanted to taste what the inside of the coat felt like. Oh. Uh. Yeah. So then he goes. Uh, they park, and uh, she thinks she's having a grand old time. Who's being the best instructor ever? I like the fact she goes. Sometimes when you instruct, you don't have to instruct. It just kind of naturally happens. And then he's like, "Nope, sorry. No, I've been. I've learned how to drive for a really long time. Uh, my dead wife is haunting my house. She abruptly fucking kicks him out of the car. I love the the." cuddling the sandwich afterwards where like she kicks him out and then she holds the sandwich up to her face yes <laughs> so well she's thinking the whole time she's like uh kind of infatuated with him a little bit yes. like ooh, this well, guy oh, from the, yeah mm-hmm. i like martin martin when they first get into the car they touch and she has that like jolt where she's like, oh my gosh, so much so that the radio turns on in her car. Which I assume that was going to be somehow related to her talent and the dead wife. It, it wasn't until much later, whenever it was stated, that I realized it was because of this connection. Yeah. Yeah. So we get um, we get to see what Rose sees, which this driving sequence, I think the cinematography in this movie I really, really like a lot. Like There's some really interesting scenes, particularly mm-hmm. this one where you see what Rose sees, which is ghosts everywhere. So we see, like, this toaster on the side of the road where, like, the wire comes up and goes like, oh, hey. We've got, um, (laughs) got, like, a branch. But she's all, like, pissed off. She's like, stupid toaster. I hate you, branch. At this point, she's been fed up with this because, yeah, she slaughtered her father somehow by doing this. Like, we're learning Mm -hmm. all these little bits and pieces. Like, she's trying to run her driving school. Like, people are calling her up, not wanting driving (laughs) lessons and just being like, no, can you come and exercise this ghost or whatever? So Yeah, I have all this crazy shit's going on. And she has to keep on reiterating the fact, like, no, I haven't done this. I I stopped doing this. She just sees them everywhere. So that'd be so, like, imagine just having this ability to see ghosts and everything everywhere and just them an- annoying just you. ignoring all of them <laughs> and just being like, but i think i like i like that express one where the, the that sequence leads into everyone that she sees turning into the sheeted ghosts which i thought mm-hmm. was such a fun yes, thing that was like, very cool mm-hmm. yeah because at that point it's like wow if she has this like for better choice of words like the sixth sense kind of vibe going on with her it's really funny who she, like, I'm assuming she probably at any given point wouldn't know who was dead or alive, which comes out later on in the movie when she's, like, saying hello to people and saying hello to ghosts. That fucking, that entire scene where she's like, hello, toaster, hello, branch, hello, and she, the Well, woman it's the same back. drive minus the ghosts. Yes. Right. She thought the old woman was a ghost. She goes, I'm sorry, I thought you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, we get introduced to one of the best satanists in film ever Mm. we are talking about mr (laughs) (laughs) will forte as christian winter uh the one hit wonder who's making a comeback album oh yeah as he puts it 
The devil's in the details, and the details is just right. Oh yeah. What was that one Holy hit? What was shit. that wonder? Oh my god, that song was so good. Cosmic, Cosmic Woman. Girl. Cosmic, Cosmic Woman. Woman, yes. Oh my god. La 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 la. Oh yeah, I was yes. enjoying that one. Uh. Oh god. See, this is all right. The only thing that they don't answer, did he originally sell his soul or sacrifice a virgin for the first hit? Or was he a one hit wonder who turned to Satanism? I I got the vibe that he did it. He did do it for his first hit. What do you think, Brian? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what you said, Sam, because you cut out for me. But I thought that he just was a one hit wonder and then found Satanism after that. Yes. To get See, it. I think he was able to afford the Satanic book to actually make the uh, deal with um, what I think it's Azatoth. Is the, I, I is didn't. The demon. Yeah. I didn't write down think, his name because um his don't wife write, don't write down his name. His wife did mention that um like didn't she say something about like managing all the assets to sell it to get the money to buy the <laughs> yes. stuff? Yes. So yeah, and presumably. Manager, yeah. And his manager's fucking like actually tried to break his legs because he owes all this money and he's done tax evasion. That's why he's living in Ireland. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so as we're saying, yeah, he's an actual Satanist uh, who is uh, going to do a virgin sacrifice to get back on top. Uh, mm, he has, mm-hmm. and then what's great is he's, he's on the phone with his um, manager, and he kind of walks into this room, and we get just this virgin schoolgirl suspended in the air in, on top of this ginormous pentagram. And the first time mm-hmm. watching this, it was just, it was so... I thought I thought the scene worked out great because I wasn't expecting something. I mean, like that paranormal. Like I know he's a ding dong, but when he's walking in casually on the phone, and then you just see this like suspended girl. Oh yeah! Like, Holy shit! It feels strongly demonic and strongly paranormal that it is yeah. like, and and especially in the flow of like the almost fun jovial sense of the movie, how it's been so far. Then we finally get to our big bad, and it's like. Oh, there's some real like demonic shit going on. Like this, this yes. girl is suspended in the air, like totally gonna be like sacrificed and everything. And yeah, it, it it feels serious. But it's still done so like, so like ho hum. Like, yes, it's happening. But it's still like he's just on the phone with his manager yes. and he's just going through yes. his regular phone <laughs> calls. So foul, you know, it's not like. All the su- the tone doesn't change. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just visually you you're exposed to. Dude, that's my favorite part about this version of Satanism is that every time Christian Winter does something like a satanic ritual, anything in this movie, he has his own fucking boombox. He has his own set. Oh, yeah. like, he makes his own soundtrack. So it's like it's just like a normal ass dude in a quiet house, just like whispering to himself. So he puts like crazy operatic demonic music in the background. Oh yeah, yeah it yeah. consistently gets interrupted Gotta by have his wife touches dude guys claudia winter played by claudia um odority uh holy crap that i yeah i'm oh i I don't know if i got that correct and uh, i think you did i I looked her up i looked her up yeah because i was like what is that accent new zealand it's australian she's australian so Um, i was like that's not irish god like like if there was a character that was designed for you to fucking hate from jump street it is absolutely Claudia Winter. Like, from the first moment you meet this woman, you're just like, God, you're so insufferable. And how insufferable is she? She wakes up the virgin, causing it to explode. 
And I'm talking about like not like a guar level of like exploding. The gore and the special effects with this scene were fantastic, by the way. Like you don't necessarily I say thought it was the, pretty neat. It looks like what it looked like her torso. She got like either ripped in half or exploded out from the torso more or less. Right. I, I f- right. We don't see it. It's off screen. And then we just see her body. He comes in and you see her body like torn in half with guts in the middle. Yeah. We see, we see her come back out <laughs> and she's all like, Claudia's hmm, covered in blood. I killed her. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, she's like, well, why? Like, why does it matter? We could just fucking kill the bitch. I I like that. Kill the. Oh bitch yeah, she just her. wants to kill. Yes, like she's like fucking over it. She's just like, why don't we just kill her now? Why the fuck does it matter? No, honey, it's a virgin sacrifice. Those and it's got to be done at this specific blood. time. She's like, but I just want to kill her. Why <laughs> can't we just kill, kill her? Right, it's got to be done during yeah. the red, the blood moon. Oh my god. But yeah, I think the gore so, was pretty good on it. No, I think the gore was really good. The uh, the body effects on the ground mm-hmm. were fantastic and i think that's really funny too is that like um this reminds me a lot of tucker and dale versus evil in the fact of like when you have these gore scenes they're really good like it's not like they tried to buffer it because it's a comedy i think it works because like there's just this actual teenage body just on the ground right yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I think most horror comedy, when they do the gore, they go for the gore. You know what I mean? Totally. Horror comedy is my favorite genre <laughs> of movie. <laughs> so, guys, now they're out of virgin, and they have to find another virgin, uh, and they got to do it quick. How 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 would you find another virgin quickly, <laughs> <laughs> guys? Oh my god, I absolutely. Two things. I love how bizcash Claudia is about blowing up this teenager. And then I also like that he just goes directly for the divination rod. Mm -hmm. Or, as it's called in the exact same sentence, the willy stick. This is a giant (laughs) staff that is just shaped like a huge dick at the end of it. And it basically finds and hunts down purity Mm -hmm. yeah so you guys guessed it the entire dick rod scene made me laugh until i almost cried just the fact of this will forte having to he puts it on the ground right and then he drops it Uh and then it points in the direction of a virgin so is it okay so it's like dropping where like he needs to like step to next yes and it's it's point okay yeah yeah yeah. So the gag is that he's literally, he's got this six foot stick that he drops and has to walk six feet, pick it back up again and drop it. So right. as much he, like, it only goes as far as the, as the length of the stick. Exactly. And each time he has to say like a, a spell as An well. An incantation. An incantation and then drop it. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was great. Oh my God. And then she's just like, uh, you know, you could just do that when you're like closer to town. And he just, <laughs> he goes, oh, Oh yeah, yeah. But then it still cuts to him in a field. Yeah, like she's like, "Why don't go closer to town to do that?" And he's like, "Okay." And then he's in a field, like walking through a field (laughs) doing it. I I just imagined that he kept doing it the whole time. I was like, I would have walked in front of a house and done it, (laughs) and then gone to the next house and tried it there. Christian winner, Satanist of the year. So we get we get this kind of like little salon uh, uh, scene, which is pretty much just like a really nice establishing for uh, Rose's sister, Sailor, who is pregnant. And they kind of just talk like kind of boy talk. <laughs> the only reason I want to bring this scene up is their banter back and forth. I like the fact how she describes the date. Every time she describes Rose describes something in this movie, it's like a four year old doing a book report. <laughs> and it works really, really well. Like this one is like, so he cried. So I kicked him out of my car, 
and then I ate the sandwich, which made then I cried. I like the fact she just like breaks down the entire thing and like actually crying after eating the man sandwich. But on the suggestion of her sister, and after a little bit of stalking, uh, Rose winds up at the general store where, wouldn't you guess it, Mr. Christian Winter has also, with his willy stick, uh, found uh what he was what he's been living for uh so he with the help of his penis pointer uh he sees martin's daughter yes the back and forth with rose and martin i think makes it funnier because the dick is directly in front of both of them while they're talking oh <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah not to bring up the fact that it's just a giant dick well doesn't she touch it and it's like <laughs> yes, like when she first yes. like meets him like yeah she like does a little thing and rubs it, it or something no, she goes i think she she looks and goes she goes oh willie or won't he come out with a new album the yes. whole town wants <laughs> <laughs> like, oh with uh <laughs> with her and christian yes yes, yes. so fucking uh christian goes inside and uh, we find out the reason why is because with the scrunchie of Sarah in hand, um, he does an incantation with a boombox as uh, Martin's daughter succumbs to his dark spell. Mm-hmm. Also, side note. Um, this is, that happens in the store? No, he steals her scrunchie and then he goes back to his house to perform the ritual because Sarah's okay, at okay. home. So she's yes. like a full exorcist, like above the bed once the incantation. Honestly, hits. the only thing I remember from any of that was that Rose was, because she, she, Rose follows Martin there, right? Yes. Yeah. And Initially, she, puts the mop and she, in goes, she picks up a mop and walks mm-hmm. inside, hiding her face with the mop. Yeah. And that yes. was right after she got her hair done, right? <laughs> yes. That, yes. Sorry. That was what I, I, to me, she was the standout of the movie. She was. Hands She's down, the funniest Ro- part of the movie for me. Dude, Rose is so good. Like, uh, Maeve Higgins, who plays Rose in this movie, absolutely killed it. Like, mm-hmm. this is fucking one of the funniest. Like, I would have no problem revisiting this movie multiple times a year. Like, the acting in this movie wow. is so fucking good. Like, it's just, dude, it's just such a fun, it's just such a fun ride because it's so awkward and really funny. And it works, like, sometimes this humor doesn't catch this one with its cast works out just amazing on just the level of absurdity and awkwardness has this just mm, just chef's keys just this great blend i also have to put the fact that bonnie doesn't let martin have certain foods in particular donuts that whole donut scene (laughs) was fucking great i just like how much of it bonnie is the ghost dead wife right yes yeah, which is Martin's dead wife, which she's always portrayed as a saint, and you never see her face, and she's always portrayed as this, like, f- like beautiful, like, bride, and just, like, we had this beautiful life, and all this other kind of stuff, and she is just she? keeps on consistent. Yeah, all the flashbacks, like, lead up to, like, it was, we had this, like, great life, and all this other kind of stuff, and then, obviously, we meet Bonnie later on in the movie. Oh, I don't remember and, um, that. I don't remember that little, either. I feel like I I just always assumed she sucked because I of, just thought she was horrible because she yeah, treated it like the ghost yeah, was so yeah. mean. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I understand how he uh, it it just seemed like domestic violence. Such in oh my god, he no, was totally. trapped. So every time he flashes back and you never see her face, it's always portrayed in this very like washed at like kind of like I don't nicer remember any flashbacks. Really- That's so because- funny because I don't either. Why don't I remember the flashbacks either? I watched this movie today. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have like the they have the, 
<laughs> they have the scene where she's murdered, and I think there's like one or two like that's where like she dies from the cuckoo. Two clock. seconds with she's sitting oh. at a table and there's a clock above her. I remember hearing him say that, but I remember not actually looking at the screen for some reason when that happened. Yeah. Okay. That's very brief. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously Martin's fucking freaked out at this point because his daughter is now fucking in a comatose state, floating above the bed. Um, he calls Rose, who reluctantly goes over to his house. Uh, but she unlocks the forbidden door, and behind that door, gentlemen, it's Dad's office. Oh, yeah. We get a look at uh, the entire paranormal headquarters with uh, I like I like the to go bag. I like the packing of the to go bag that has just VHSs and like journals of talents and a bunch of other stuff. Gets to the house. This whole sequence I thought was so fucking good. There's always some like there's some really cool nods to different films in this. This one directly obviously is The Exorcist. So we get oh, yes. Rose outside of the house looking I up love that. like about <laughs> It was so good. It, it just looks like the shot like the think of the poster of the ex- Exorcist and it's it's but it's yeah. Rose standing there. Oh, I thought it was a Oh my god. Fun dude. little and I like the fact that she, she's carrying the TV yes that has the VHS <laughs> thing in it and like she and you think like she's gonna be this badass and she gets in there and then she goes upstairs and then fucking just loses her shit like I like the fact she goes like what the fuck <laughs> drops the, the TV. TV this is too much I was not prepared for this I'm not prepared for this I have to fucking go oh this is also a continuous joke throughout this movie I like the fact that Martin brings up the exorcist and she has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. And then later on in the movie, he brings up Ghostbusters, Are, and she has no idea mm-hmm. what he's talking when, about. When when he brings up the Exorcist, she's like, "Oh yeah, I know him," or says something about, "We don't need never him." Met or, him. Uh, never met him. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Just yeah, that ongoing. Like somehow like, she was unaware of any supernatural pop culture. Growing up in real supernatural stuff. I don't know. Yes, exactly. Like Rose has never seen any of these things because she lived it. <sighs> So, guys, through a goat-guided videotape, they realize that Satanists have Martin's daughter in their grasp. And after seeing on the videotape the goat exploding, much like the virgin that we saw Mm -hmm. in the first part of this movie, um, they cannot wake her up. Because if she wakes up, she fucking explodes. Yes, yes, that is the uh, conundrum, apparently. But, like any paranormal brownie scout uh she whips up a protection crown for martin's daughter uh and uh they uh and they kind of have to do some research and now to break this satanic spell on sarah they need to collect ghosts well not really ectoplasm it's ectoplasm so they gotta they gotta exercise some ghosts off of this mortal coil and uh in doing so they expunge ectoplasm which i always thought ectoplasm was like something else i don't know i guess different lures for different stories i believe so like i yeah like either it's like ghost residue or it's like it's always something yeah i thought it was like a ghost yeah. goes through the wall and leaves some ectoplasm on your well, wall ectoplasm <laughs> gets left behind it can be that yeah mm-hmm. it can make your twinkie dance or toaster dance or whatever this is almost like a it's like yeah, a what bi- is it in this it's like Ross? a byproduct of leaving so, like, every time a ghost Exorcism. moves on, it yes. leaves ectoplasm in this film. Exactly. And Martin's curious about how that happens, and she's like, oh, you'll you'll see. You'll, you'll find <laughs> out. It's fine. It's totally fine. So, while this is going on, Christian Winter and Claudia are in the car right across the street, just like, what the fuck is going on? I like the fact mm-hmm. that they're snooping 
on them, not knowing what the hell is going on. Well, because they expected the girl to float out and float to their place, right? They're like, yes. why hasn't she floated and she out hasn't and come done to it us yet? yet? So, right. so they go to the house, and this entire real quick, argument the, in the car was great. The ectoplasm that they need to get, they need it from seven, six ghosts or seven ghosts? They need, like, from a certain amount, seven ghosts, seven. and they got to rub it on the daughter's face after they yeah, get so it. they got to yes. rub it on her they face. They like, rub it all, yeah. <laughs> Which is so fucking weird. But it's really weird. Okay, so I might have been doing my math wrong, but, like, even with Bonnie towards the end, they aren't at seven. Like, they didn't do seven exorcisms in this. Uh, I, I did, don't. Like, I didn't. I wasn't counting as I was going through. I didn't keep so count. I can't. Me neither. But, so Claudia's, again, she goes back to, like, why can't I just kill the bitch? And I just like the fact of fucking Christian's entire explanation of what an actual fucking virgin sacrifices and like, she just does ritual here she's like but can't we just kill her though <laughs> <laughs> okay um the entire loading the floating daughter into the tiny ass car and driving like off that. was fucking amazing that was nice mm-hmm. <laughs> that was fucking so good and shortly thereafter guys we get not our first ghost but our first actual like major ghost encounter and that is the trash can the trash can that's like <laughs> yes and barking. Rose has a panic attack, and Martin uses his cool guy voice that didn't work, but did work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, we also figure out where the fuck the ectoplasm comes from. It gets thrown up after Martin is possessed by the dead man Tom, who's inhabited this trash can, and Rose helps him move on Mm -hmm. shortly there yeah he pukes it out so every time he exercises something it's this like and just coughing it out and in his words exactly why did it have to be so unnecessarily gross yeah yeah they they call Mm -hmm. it out but they still are very clear to show it so this is where our warning comes in. they lean into it yeah every time um any of the exorcism happens or whatever we're you know the the leading the ghosts into the light all that this is our our outcome so emetophobes watch out but ultimately yes, yeah i that. thought the 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 possession's great it, it was funny it was um the trash can or whatever yes his 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 problem was that she wasn't like putting the milk carton in the recycling or something like that he was put he was she was putting like uh, actual food in the recycling bin or something like that and he's like you can't do that he's like the character acting that barry ward martin martin does every time he gets possessed yes. is fucking great like he's really really good yes, this it. is when we see him in body like you know start to do different characters you know throughout the movie so that's yeah. pretty fun and obviously now winter knows that there's what he considers a witch in this town so he mm. now has to try to get some intel uh and uh <laughs> he's gonna face his darkest well his second darkest fear ducks and uh <laughs> ducks i <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like recoiling when she said ducks <laughs> that was so good <laughs> That was, that was a good that touch. Was good touch. The, yeah, this was just like moment. ten points to to Will Forte because this character is just so fucking good. So yeah, his second fear is is driving. Um, 
<laughs> this is also where we get hit. Now she's elated because now she's helping someone out. And now she's kind of like see, not seeing this guy, but she's really interested in this guy. So this is when she's like waving to all of the ghosts and then accidentally waving to an elderly woman. And then saying, I thought you were dead. Well, that elation kind of like deflates a little bit because um, she kind of goes uh, into her father's videos and then that insane direct look at the camera father being like, you need to trust the person or else they'll be lost in a void forever and die. <laughs> and she just completely loses her shit. And then she realizes that she could possibly like hurt Martin. Mm-hmm. Martin cleaning his daughter and his daughter's room while waiting on Rose's phone call was also fucking outstanding. Like just vacuuming under and above a person floating above their bed is just fucking great. <laughs> it's just great. I want to do that once in my life. Building father. <laughs> yeah. It's also just been a day. I don't think there's going to be a lot of dust collecting in like 24 hours. Rose gets to Winter's abode and this entire driving segment had me laughing so fucking hard. Will Forte as Christian Winter trying to drive was... I couldn't stop laughing. I think, I don't know if it was him taking off the gloves. Oh, the gloves, the gloves were great. Yeah, slowly pulling off each of his, like, you know, I guess day day gloves, everyday leather gloves, and then going to grab his driving gloves and then putting his driving gloves on because... Uh, totally. get it, and, uh, then, and then uh, like the clutch and then his foot and then his other left foot uh the existential dread that he gets on his face when he has to put it into first gear was like palatable like it was the look of just terror on this man's face and then of course he does it and then bashes his face into the steering <laughs> yes. wheel causing a bloody nose and, he hasn't th- and then he's like i I think I should go home. <laughs> I think I should go home. Oh my god! And in kind of a role reversal, uh, he gives her a pep talk about like really taking heed of her uh, talent and using it, uh, all in a clever ruse to get like her scrunchy. Yes, scrunchy power. But this is when he gives her uh, a cassette tape with her, like his <laughs> new hair signed <laughs> in lieu of payment. Of course, of course. <laughs> I enjoyed that. <laughs> but you know what? It was signed. It was signed. Yes, it was so signed. It, made, it was signed. Yeah. yeah. Totally made it worth it. Holy shit. So now, you know, obviously Rose is kind of going back and forth. She goes back to Martin's house. He's gifted a wooden bowl because that's <laughs> what you do. <laughs> well, he's also, a woodworker, right? Like, yes. I think he mentioned something else. He's a high school woodworking right? yeah. teacher. I do like her little quote. It's <laughs> going to make a mockery of all of my other crockery was like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It was perfect. That, like that's off the top of the dome. Woodworking thing reminded me of earlier in the movie. He's like grading his yes. students woodworking, and they're all like failing or D's or something. He's like, "The future of woodworking is not bright." Yeah, <laughs> Which yeah, is pretty, pretty solid. Joke. Like, yeah, because he because that's like when his wife was making an obscene amount of toast, and he was trying to pick up that like it looked like it was just a hutch for toast, and it just falls yeah. apart in his hand. I think these are all of his students' projects. He's just like grading my mm-hmm. music. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh that's yeah, yeah. good point. Oh, that's funny. So I do also like the fact before that he's also making like a wooden dog. Like he has like this wooden dog that he's like polishing and sanding, and then it turns into a fucking mm-hmm. wolf. Mm-hmm. But the whole point of that uh is uh guys, we finally get to know what happened to Rose's father. <laughs> it was a pothole ghost and a dog ghost together. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, Rose was in charge of trying to deal with a dog ghost who got or a dog who got sucked into a 
pothole portal for ghosts. Yeah, it's just a lady like standing with her leash through like a puddle in a pothole. <laughs> and she didn't know what down. to do, so she called them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Rose's father uh, channels just like Martin does and turns into a dog and just starts uh, kind of just going after this woman, kind of just being like a puppy. But he's also part portal ghost. So he gets up in the middle of the road and starts spinning around like a Whitney Houston music video. And then, uh, wouldn't you know it, he gets creamed by a bus. Yes. Mm. For some reason, that a bus lorry. does not stop. The lorry does not stop. It just... No. It... And it's like a long stretch of road. Like, I don't know what that driver was doing to not see, like, three people in the middle of the road from, you know, 50 feet away. Well, they didn't get hit. Well, yeah, they moved out of the way, and I, he, like, twirled into it, but, like... He, he seemed to make no effort to be like, these people are messing well, around this road. <laughs> like he would just slow down or something. I assume that the driver was just like, all right, I'm just going to drive by these people. And then a guy acting like a dog jumped in front of him was what <laughs> I, how I thought of it. <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. We all, oh guys. Okay. So Christian Winters whistling satanic prep for his thing was top notch. Like the whistling the ole 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 Satan 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 just around his house doing like chores or yeah drawing yeah and then like the tea kettle starts going back with him and he's just like just like you know he's getting everything ready he's getting everything prepped he's like stitching stuff he's ironing I mean he's Martin gets a pair and. uh he eats a trash donut and he wears goddamn plaid shirt. He's sick of Bonnie shit, and uh, I was kind of proud of him. Where's the that shirt moment. he wants? Mm-hmm. I liked when he took the bite out of the donut, and uh, so <laughs> I fell asleep watching this last night. Um, I fell asleep during, I don't know, sort of middle twenty minutes during this car getting hit and that sort of the stuff we're talking about now. Yeah, I woke back up because I didn't get to start it till maybe ten thirty at night. So I wanted to make sure I had actually seen all the bits. So I rewatched this bit just before we recorded. I love he take takes out the donut and he's biting it and feeling proud of himself. <laughs> no. And Rose comes around the corner and she's like, "Oh, donut, give us a bite." And he's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> a good moment. That was a really good one. Uh, so they, she agrees to it, and they're gonna go. They're gonna go ahead, and they're gonna go do some ghost hunting. We get to see some really fucking fun and eclectic and weird ghosts uh, in this kind of series. So the first one we have is the fucking great... It's the ant? I don't know. It's some, It's it's a relative's face growing out of mold. Nan. Nan. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, from the niece who raised money for a charity but actually never did the charity. Yes. That... So, like, they were figuring that one out. Uh, we also had the seven-up weeping deer head. Yes, because... <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh you're being just like a a deer head on the wall it was the mom right because the mom loves seven up but yeah it was a deer head like mounted on a wall that appeared to be crying and then she just goes up and like licks licks the the tear and it's it's seven up mom loves seven up oh my god i with the way he said it the the phrasing was funny there too because he says oh mother adored seven up like it was like something (laughs) she Fond yeah. over, like she like was somehow like got seven up points and like had like a a seven up jacket like yes yeah oh my god totally like camel uh huh 
Uh, and then what was the other one? Oh yeah, yeah. The last one they had in the sequence was the floating French fries, <laughs> which I just thought was just super weird because it just cuts and she's just eating French fries and just that quick like. That guy has the most Irish accent of the whole movie. He was a bit hard for, to understand. I saw yeah. him twice um, and was like, "What?" You know. <laughs> oh, wow. Dial that um, back. <laughs> I gotta reel that back in, really. Uh, so the last ghost turns out to be either which okay if there's a sequel they have to fucking dive deeper into this um it's either a ginger werewolf or a fox okay so my <laughs> money is the ginger werewolf because that's what oh, I, I wanted it was to a see fox. <laughs> oh no it's totally a fox because they just asked this old guy he goes was it a fox and he goes oh yeah probably like yeah it was a fox <laughs> oh, <might have> <laughs> come over anytime please call me but i like the the conversation that leads to they're like yeah i suppose if you were a uh, ginger before and become a werewolf you'd be, you'd yeah. be, a, ginger be a ginger werewolf, werewolf. <laughs> which i i concur and then that got me to thinking i was like yeah i guess would you you would just become the the color of whatever your your hair color is so yeah i guess i never uh, really thought little, about like, it but it just d- dyed blonde streak through your yeah does your like, does like your if you dye your hair or do anything like does that, that does mm-hmm. that transfer over to your werewolf form Ooh. that's a good question um if you have like a, okay you know like uh what's his name from talk soup the jim henson who had like the weird stripe in his hair i think it's like if you have a mole underneath and it's white hair you know what i mean like you know like a birthmark well I yeah like i that think yeah that's natural yes i agree that natural would sure. for sure but i'm but just like to... if i if i bleached my hair right and then put like red spirals in it would i have a, a white and red spiraled coat maybe not a full coat but maybe just on your head Maybe that would like where it kind of is not like yeah. on your head part. Like we like you'd have like, like think of like you dye your hair and then you grow it out. So something like that. Yeah. Maybe it'd be like red hair on your head with like some heavy roots. What do you think tattoos do to a werewolf? Does that change it at do all? Do you think you lose them every time? Like when you come back, you go back to the fucking like, all right, I got to get these old things tattooed on me. You just have your own stencils ready for the tattoo artist. You're like, okay, so this one goes here. This one goes here. I'll just, all right, just wake me up when it's You done. think you would keep doing that? You think Be a good customer. Do you? Okay. Yeah. This is a long tangent. I know, but like, okay. So let's say you get like, you have a bunch of crazy ass. You have the most tattoos out of all of us, but like any yeah. of us, theoretically, you're covered in tattoos. You've spent your whole life doing this. You're like, awesome. Then you get bit by a werewolf. Then you turn into a werewolf and then you come back yeah. and like all your tattoos are gone. And you learn that every time you turn into a werewolf, you lose your tattoos. Do you think you would keep doing getting tattoos? Oh, yeah. Because at that point, I would just get wacky ass shit. You only have <laughs> <That's days. happening. laughs> <laughs> that, that's like, a good point. no matter what i did to my body it would just replenish after 30 days oh i would just, and you could do I it yourself to too so you're not that yeah like, that's it is a good point because you're money not either exactly yeah. that was the thought in my head it was like, like one of those terrible tiktok i'd be videos. losing a bunch of money yeah you can make yourself look like a school desk it would be awesome and then it would just <laughs> go away and then, shed. <laughs> and then yeah i just shed it then just do it again what you know like school desk like oh. scribbled on oh my god like, i just i a physical school desk i like just like a bodysuit that i look like a school yeah desk. like you're trying to camouflage yourself <laughs> oh like, you yeah. could you like could work with camouflaging like you could like figure out ways to like just do ridiculous like the best way to make yourself look like a house plan or something so you could really yes. try to 
just work just on your tattoo camouflage. And I mean, that would be a good way to work on different things. And then you could like develop some wacky ass skills to oh totally use for your career onto other people. If you oh, just absolutely. have like a, a, a fucking a canvas that's yourself that just like constantly replenishes, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that'd probably be pretty good for you. Really free to experiment. We'll look into that. Listeners, do, are we, if we have any werewolves out there, let us know. Do you... When you turn back from werewolf form into human form, and you had tattoos before, what if they just got like really messed up? They stayed, but they got really stretched oh, out and weird up. looking, like stretched <laughs> that would out. Suck. Yeah, yeah. I just look like a tie dye experiment gone wrong. Oh my god! Okay, just like bleeding into each other. Let us know, werewolves. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. All right. So in in lieu of the ginger werewolf, which we all really wanted to see but didn't get out of this movie. It's my only gripe. That's my only gripe with this movie. It's like that I didn't get to see a ginger werewolf. So as a last resort, Rose brings Martin to, yeah, you guessed it. It's Bonnie's gravesite. And uh, we actually find out how she died. And it's kind of sad and messed up. Mm-hmm. Martin made her a cuckoo clock that every time it chimed, it was the both of them kissing. And uh, she he put it in the kitchen. And uh, that that shit fell off the wall and caved her skull in uh, mm-hmm. while she was reading the newspaper. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> so I hear. And that was something Allegedly. they had for, like, it seemed, did he say it was a wedding gift or something? It wasn't like that day, right? They had had it for a while and just one day it fell on her head. I don't know, to be totally honest with you. I think, like, the way it's set up, I think he had just made it for her and then it crashed onto her head. But I could be wrong on that. I could be very wrong on that. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember okay. the timeline. On Brian it. looked up for a second and missed it. But he definitely made it, right? Yes. No, he, he handmade made it. it. Yes. Yeah, okay. he handmade it and then gave it to her. Uh, so they head back to Martin's to exercise Bonnie. Uh, and like I said before, we never see her face throughout this entire thing, which I th- I really like. I really right. like those subtle kind of continuous gags. So we start the seance while simultaneously Winter is doing his own conjuring with the. Uh, that scrunchie, he's now kind of like dampening her powers. So she's like, she's still got some talent, Roses. but it's not at full gusto. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In a full conjuring moment, gentlemen, he gets possessed and fucking Bonnie is pissed. This simultaneous with the cigarette <laughs> out and then back. Um, the cigarette Bonnie's an slides out of uh, his mouth. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, and then uh, it turns into Bonnie. Yeah, I love it. It turns into Bonnie. <laughs> Dude, Bonnie's an asshole. And it's this back and forth with these two characters as uh, as Barry, as Martin, and then as Bonnie is fucking great. Like, I thought <laughs> this performance was fucking outstanding. Uh so Winter's spell to hurt Rose by weakening her powers works, but she still has like a little bit of mojo left. And uh, with that mojo, she does like a little like half exorcism and like a splooch of uh, ectoplasm oh, yeah. kind of comes <laughs> out of her mouth. Or out of oh, this part's it. disgusting, and then it goes onto the table, and they tell, oh, um, Rose's sister, Sailor? Is babysitting. What's her name That's or something, right? right? Yeah, so um, Sailor is Sailor's babysitting. There. And has the councilman like <laughs> date the boyfriend there, on the couch. and he has to like is scoop it, it up. Is that his? Was yeah, that his, his name's Brian with a I. <laughs> I think so because when I saw in the, it is. I was watching it with subtitles. Brian Welsh. Yeah, okay, 
Yeah. Yeah, when he has to like scoop it into a jar from the table, that was gross. Oh my god. That's all. I like the look <laughs> on his face when they go, quick, scoop this into a jar, run upstairs and rub this onto my daughter's face. And he goes, <laughs> yeah. excuse me? Yeah, have to rub it out. Yeah, they're face. so like he's like such a timid, quiet dude, and they're so mean to him and boss him around in the like ten minutes he's in the movie. Oh my god, totally. Now, also by uh, with uh, Winter's uh, conjuring spell, um, it completely fucking zaps the protection wreath around her head. Mm-hmm. So uh, Sarah's gone, dude. Like she's fucking out the house. She is floated out of this place. So now with her floating around, <laughs> uh, the. <laughs> <laughs> the protection ward is zapped. Uh, Bonnie is in still kind of like partial possession of Martin. Um, and everything goes topsy-turvy until the unsung hero of this fucking movie, Mr. Magpie, who has been in almost every scene of the movie mm-hmm. in the background somewhere, is at the door wanting to help. So they all... Okay, guys... I really, I this whole build up was just for this car chase scene because this car chase scene is the fucking. I, love <laughs> I loved this it. Fucking scene so <laughs> right. goddamn much. I had fun time though. So they get into the car. They chase after their the magpies flying the entire time. So they're fucking hauling ass, and in this like great. Oh my god! Why are they following the magpie? He's taking them to Christian. He's well, because it's just it's like Rose kind of knows that like the magpie has been around since her father had died, so she knew it had some kind of mm-hmm. paranormal something. But it's basically the last ditch effort where the magpie kind of squawked at her, and she had this feeling like she had to follow the right. bird. So they all kind of hopped. Okay, in the so it's just a feeling. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she knew exactly who or what it was, but yeah, she's like, all right, we got to follow the bird. It's been around. It's here, like yelling at it, squawking. The fight scene with Martin and Martin is fantastic. Martin and Bonnie beating the shit out of each other in the <laughs> in the uh, front seat is fucking great. Um, we find Winter trailing behind Sarah, floating on the road, and <laughs> yeah. I love the fact that it's so tense. And then you they pull the scene out, and they are going like two miles an hour uh-huh. on this road, and she's just yeah, like so. casually, <laughs> slowly floating. <laughs> the entire and they're just trailing behind her. Like, we got to do something. So Martin gets out of the car. He's trying to get, like, Winter out with, like, his hand in the window and stuff. And then fucking Claudia has had enough. So she just fucked <laughs> this shit. Fucking rips the shit into reverse. Rams into their car. Pulls it into drive. Grabs Sarah's leg. <laughs> I like how she's limp. And she just yes, it's like, leg. flying through the air. Which I'm surprised she didn't wake up. That was one of my favorite jokes of the thing was her... <sighs> Like sort of floaty, floaty limp body, body flying. We had to yeah. be pulled. Yeah, yeah that was hauling ass back. Oh, oh yeah, my that god, was... that entire thing was great. And it, of course, Martin loses his fucking finger in the process. How does so that happen? Not as bad. Okay, so... yeah. So that was con- a little confusing, but yes, he lost yes. one finger in one the finger. window. I don't know if he... One finger, but I'm not sure how. It was in the window, right? Yeah, he got Somehow like hacked got... off in the. Yeah. yeah, it was like it got globbed off by the door. I th- they don't really explain it, but he loses it. Okay. Not as bad as the sadness level, like Garden Shears. No, I don't think he went fingers. full. Uh, metal no, hands. it was just yeah. one digit, and nobody picked it up and shoot on it and spit it into a fish tank either. That's very true. That's, That's true. Very true. 
He's able to salvage it at least. If he lost maybe his pinky, he could have went Baphomet hands. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Baphomet right? Hands. Baphomet you guys going Baphomet hands? <laughs> oh, I love fucking Baphomet hands. Oh, Speaking totally of Baphomet, Baphomet hands. hands. Winter is... Ch- <laughs> Dude, okay. So the crescendo of Claudia just being the worst person ever. He's literally trying to do this incantation as she runs in eating Chinese food behind him. This entire yes. sequence. He was so mad, he just fucking slits her throat. I just well, like yeah, it, like I mean, just the way he does it. it is good, too. Just He's like, she's sitting there behind him. He's is trying to concentrate. Mine? She's crunching on everything. Yeah, he goes back. She just ordered some, you know, Chinese food. Yeah, is that, uh, which one is uh, mine? Okay. Pulls out a knife, just slits her throat. And then he takes a nice little uh, bite of uh, the Kung Pao chicken. I, I think it was something <laughs> like, chicken. yeah. Goes back to like, all right, cool. Let me go back to my thing. Time to um, thank God that that happened because, like, I, I mean, like, there was a level of Claudia that I could take, and that was pretty much the extent of it. And it, like, they killed her at like just the right moment for me. <laughs> I thought she was funny. I, th- I thought she was funnier than Christian. Yeah, I was. I didn't hate her as much as you hated her for sure. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, of course she's there. I knew she was going to ultimately be killed by him. Oh, yeah, because of her quote unquote annoyance, but. Right. I didn't hate her. No. So behind the delivery guy, the gang gets into the house and simultaneously Sailor goes into labor the second they actually get into mm-hmm. Winter's place. Just cause. And they're just in time. Just kidding. They're too late and the seal is opened. Yes. Guys, we get a hell mouth. Yes, we do get we do get a hole. We get a hell mouth. We come back oh to God. our we we stuff. cover all the bases. We had a dick stick, no dick rip, but still. That was Dick. Yeah, it's still close Dick. enough. <laughs> it's like Dick adjacent. Yeah, there's some kind of fallacy going on. Uh, so the ritual isn't working, though. So we get this, like, th- it's they don't know why it's not working, uh, but we get this, like, three-way beatdown on Winter. And by three-way, I mean Martin is possessed by Bonnie. So Martin starts fighting him and starts getting his ass kicked. And then Bonnie takes control of his body and then fucking gets some really good licks in like Stomp a boot him. to the throat and then the fucking cigarette mm-hmm. going out on his forehead that was fun will forte's screaming in that sequence is <laughs> so fucking good i like when he gets up and goes you have a really strange fight etiquette <laughs> <laughs> yeah i really enjoyed that all fight it was fun all right so sarah gets spit out of the fucking hell mouth and covered in slime mm-hmm. and now all these blankets or uh, sheets that were on these portraits on the wall kind of get sucked into the actual pit and we get to see the demon azeroth Astroth? Astroth. Astroth. You're the expert. I I do really like the portrayal of the demon in this by having, Mm -hmm. like, sucking in all these white sheets and then having this, like, ominous, weird thing underneath all of it because it's, like, it's, like, a very... It's the demonic version of what Rose sees with the people. Right, It was playing to that. Of the classic ghosts with the eye holes. Yeah, totally. I like that they... Tried to do like a scary version of that. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really fucking good. Um, and plot twist. Uh, Sarah isn't a virgin, uh, but the ritual has to be completed. So uh, Winter and uh, uh, this demon are basically arguing with each other. Uh, and uh, oh, Lollipop, <laughs> guess what? The dick stick was pointing to Rose the entire mm-hmm. time. Yes. Yeah. Azeroth smells virgin. Is that what it is? He's like, wait. One of them is a virgin. Yeah, he points it her out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He points her out and then she goes, I'm not, because what about this guy? And then he goes, It was only the tip. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so apparently that doesn't count. Yeah, it, really it, it officially doesn't, doesn't count. count. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. official. At least by demon hell standards, just the tip is totally fine. Um, Every douchey guy who's ever said just the tip was right, according to this movie. Was right, I guess. Apparently, oh, well, it's, you see, this is also a hell demon. I don't know if you'd want to take that is the hell true. It is by yeah, point, hell demon yeah. standards, which is pretty yeah. douchey. <laughs> so, uh, by no f- no control of her own, uh, Rose starts getting sucked into the hell pit, uh, and it looks like she's in really big fucking trouble. Uh, trouble, trouble, trouble. She's in trouble Truggles. for sure. Struggles. Yeah, she's in really big struggles. Oh, she's in struggles. Uh, oh, she's in struggles. Uh, also, who's in a lot of trouble? The fucking. Very slowly, though. She's getting dragged very slowly into the pit. Oh yes, like excru- like as as fast as Sarah was going down the highway, like that level of slowness. Um, who was also in big fucking trouble is the goddamn magpie because he gets impaled by Winter with the su- sacrificial knife, but not before plucking one of his fucking eyeballs. Which I yeah, really like. Before like plucking like, one of his eyeballs, that was funny, though. Because he yeah. stabs yeah. through him, and he's like, ha, 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 I got you now, you little... And then, puck, pokes an eye out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> pokes <laughs> Whatever it was. Oh, my God. All right, so, yeah. And the, so, this is like... I mean, obviously, like, everything's popping off now. So, Sailor's starting to give birth. Uh, Rose, uh, only plan is the most fucking obvious. Maybe if we bone, the demon won't want me. And uh, Martin's like, uh, okay, yeah, I guess so. So in front of his daughter, Rose's mm-hmm. sister, and a city council person, they do their paranormal duty and bang on the floor. Pretty quickly, actually. And with his wife's ghost inside of him. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, Bonnie actually does help out in the scene because uh, Bonnie was nice enough to suggest cupping mm-hmm. the balls to help along the process. He likes that. Yes, yes. She's yeah. apparently okay with this now and getting in on it. <laughs> So in a beautiful screaming montage, Sarah knocks Winters into the hole with the dick stick, and uh, he is sucked into the eternal fires of hell as a sheet conveniently covers Rose and Martin Post Coitus. Ah, yes. And Martin's smoking the Uh, cigarette, so he's Bonnie, I guess, at this time. Yeah. Yes, they're still Bonnie. And as Rose puts it, she can actually brag that her first time was a threesome. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. I guess technically, yeah. technically sure. I think, Why not? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how ghosts count. I don't know. How, maybe, yeah, I don't know how ghost sex works. You've never done it that way. Well, maybe I have and just haven't noticed. I mean, I've always said it was a three-way when I've done it that way. But yeah, exactly. I I guess I guess we don't have <laughs> I, we don't have that talent. I don't. Yeah, that's I your, don't have that talent. Some people can talk with ghosts. Some people can <laughs> hear ghosts. Some people can bang ghosts. Mm-hmm. Everyone just has a talent. Ghost job. Oh, so Sam, I heard you're a ghost banger. <laughs> ghost <Yeah>. bangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was part call. of. Oh, he was part of the group that was yeah. tr- was banging ghosts. Yeah, what, yeah, what yeah. was that? That was um uh, the Nutbusters. That's what. That was the. That wasn't my group. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the Ghost Bangers. The Ghost yeah. Bangers. I just go to the cemetery, get this occasional ghost job, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I had a real problem. It happens through a sheet, so it's totally fine. <laughs> That's what those eye holes in the ghost sheet are for. Yeah. Oh God! Oh, I feel like we're in the oh. sadness again. We're going back to the oh. sadness. <laughs> Which, no, speaking of, I fucking there. didn't even see it till today. Did you see that Raven's Banner Entertainment commented on the sc- skull fucking comment from Ross? No. The no, spoiler I alert. Didn't. They sc- they they oh. co- they commented to that with an eyeball emoji. 
<laughs> oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> oh, I did oh my god, that's amazing. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Oh, go fucking gold star, guys. <laughs> so, to wrap this up twi- quite nicely, uh, Sailor gives birth to a boy, and a uh, big plot twist that's not really a plot twist because you kind of figure it out by now. Uh, the dying magpie is actually her father. Yes. And uh, he gets to see his grandchild, and uh, Sailor's real name is Fanny, just so everyone knows. Fanny. And, oh, cherry on the sundae. We get more ectoplasm barf, Uh, and the boy's name is Vincent. So we get, uh, yeah, so the Satanists are all uh, quenched. uh, Three months later, Martin and Rose have their own paranormal business. He proposes, and uh, she says no. She says no. And that's, that's, like, fast cut to credits. Like, fast cut yeah. to credit no it seems all lovely and he's like doing the thing and it's like a uh he carved the ring a high-end wood carved ring and then she's just like no like it's a joke Dumb. too <laughs> and then hard cut right. no. smash cut <laughs> smash <laughs> cut right into the last track now the only um honestly i was trying to i was trying to dig up some uh little factoids and stuff like that for this movie there's really not a lot i uh the only little nice little Easter egg is that after the credits, it's uh, the whole thing kind of plays out like a VHS. So it says, thank you for watching and come back again. And then it basically just turns off like a normal VHS. Yeah, I saw that. What's Rosie's name? Uh, Maeve Higgins. Is that it? Yes. She doesn't even have a picture on IMDb. <laughs> it's like one no. of those like blank things. But she is. A, she did. She does have writing credit on the movie because I thought she might. I also thought Martin Martin might, but he did not. And the... um. She's like a comedian in Ireland. I think she does stand up and maybe sketch or something. Seems like she might be known over yeah, there. Yeah, she's uh, she's done some Makes stuff sense. with National Lampoon. Because again, for me, she really carried it away. Dude, this is like stand out. Like I love everybody in this movie. Like every like just every character fucking just is quirky as hell and just super. I don't know this. This gave me. Man, this is I know this is kind of gonna be a bold statement. This gave me like Ghostbuster vibes in the fact of like it deals with the supernatural, but like I just had a lot of fun with it and like the jokes involved were like kind of gross but kind of awkward. I don't know. It was just it was really I don't know. I just had a really great time watching this and it gave me mm-hmm. like yeah, gave me Ghostbuster vibes. I mean it's not on the level of Ghostbuster to me, but like oh, it's yeah. It was fun, um, and I. But I just, I, I love this. And I think, as you said, it was such a palate cleanser compared to what we watched last time. I did see that, yeah, like you said, there's not much trivia about this, but like one of the, uh, the jars or something that he first they collect ectoplasm in. The cum jars, mm-hmm. uh, ectoplasm guards. Excuse me. Yeah, it's called a, it's MacGuffin's brand candle jar, which is. I mean, if you're well aware of what a MacGuffin is, yeah, it's a, a tool for a plot device. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just an inside film. In, in writing and like if... And writing, in, yeah. In writing and storytelling, the MacGuffin is, yeah, the thing you use to... It's like, all right, well, we need a MacGuffin we need to make this, this work. device. <laughs> yes, we need right, something yeah. to make this work. What's the MacGuffin? I know in Community, <laughs> right. there's a, a whole episode where there's uh, the MacGuffin Institute comes in to <laughs> assess something. So, yeah. I love it when uh yeah people somehow sneak that in there, but um yeah as you said I I've had just fun time watching it I watched it this morning and it was much more I don't no no it it's it was light it was easy yes. and I think I mm-hmm. just appreciated and need that 
that that time away from the heaviness as much as i like the sadness as crazy as i was for rating it so highly like yeah. <laughs> this one i like i don't know i think we can get into our ratings and and i'll just start that off why not i think i want to ultimately i'm probably going to give this movie about four fingers i'm going to chop off four i really yeah. did have a good time i enjoyed a lot with it it was it's it's pretty stupid and goofy but yeah. I, like I said, mm-hmm. maybe it's, I feel like it all ties into, you know, the time frame of how we're watching stuff now. And that's going to heavily influence how I feel about movies. Totally. <laughs> maybe totally. like, you know, I feel like I sit there and I might have like a different thought as this marinates in my head a little bit, but ultimately I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun and I, I, I think I would recommend it to people to check out as a, I don't want, I, I'm reluctant to call it like a horror comedy because like we said, there's not that huge horror element. There are like pieces of horror and they're done really well in my opinion, but I feel like the comedy is that much harder. Maybe like comedy scary movie or something. I, I don't know how to <laughs> I mean, quite, yeah. horror, horror team sue like strong of a word for me to equate it to this a funny spooky movie yeah funny spooky movie or whatever you want to call it but yeah ultimate four four fingers in the grave from me and i don't think i got much else to say uh sam i i'm curious as to what you're feeling sure i well i would call it a horror comedy but heavy on the comedy i am gonna need to revisit this again sometime i was even thinking maybe every october or something because that'll be around a year for us if we who knows how long it'll stay up but we could do a show where we go back and change our ratings for movies and talk about why. Um, because between falling asleep and not, I don't know, it just, uh, it didn't hit on all cylinders for me. But there were moments that I thought were very, very funny. But like, Will Forte could have not been in this movie. Um, I He did nothing for me. Uh, it, it, and if anything, I maybe because he gave me too much vibes of uh, Atticus, the teacher from Todd and the Book of Pure Evil. Or maybe I've just seen this sort of like simple <laughs> Satanist for so long um, mm-hmm. that it wasn't like a new type of character for me. Yeah. So I yeah I feel sort of the opposite of Ross on on his character I was like or they could have just had it some Irish I don't know and Martin Martin I thought was pretty good but not amazing really again the lady was what I loved about it but I was like I really just need to watch it again is my, my main qualifier here because <laughs> I feel like I would like it more than I do currently. It seems like my type of movie. It just didn't. I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, half finger for rewatchability because I do want to watch it again, but it, it's not like full go. Loved it. It's more because I think I'll like it more than I do now. Quotability. I'm giving it a half a finger, even though I couldn't really tell you anything right now except for she adored Seven Up. Um, <laughs> And that was because I just watched that part, <gasps> yeah. not sleepy. Um, the uh, t-shirt ability, nothing for a t-shirt. What else is there? I know the certain Genesee shuttle. I it I'd say it ch- is a half shuttle. And then, shit, I can't even remember the other thing I do it for. But it doesn't matter because the total wouldn't have been right. It's going to be three out of five for me. Um because for me, two and a half is like average, like it was good, but 
nothing crazy. This was a little more than good. And again, I'm giving it room to be updated in the future. <laughs> All right, Fair great. Enough. Ross, jumping over to you. I want um, um, what's 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 going on in in that noggin? It's a five. I fucking love Whoa. this movie. Oh my god, this fucking movie, man. I um. There's just, ah, dude, it, it's, it hits all the comedy buttons for me. Um, it's just, it's just enough awkward and more ludicrous that I could like, this is like, I don't know, comfort food, like the brain candy kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like this is like, I, I don't know. There was between the character acting and just the plot and everything like that. Like I, uh, I don't know. I just, I instantly fell in love with this movie. It is a fucking, it absolutely a five. Like, and I think what's nice cool. about this too, is that this is a really good not like a i know that we've talked about like the gateway movies you know what i mean like this is funny enough for comedy fans to just find it as a really nice comedy but if you want to start like mm-hmm. kind of getting into scary stuff like this is a really fun one for people who don't like horror movies if you don't if you have a friend that does not like horror movies you could watch this and this is a passable comedy horror for them to watch probably whereas you had compared it to uh not compared, but you're comparing elements of it to Tucker and Dale. Whereas mm-hmm. I feel that one has too much horror elements right. for someone who's just a comedy fan. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Like this one is just, I mean, it's like right in the sweet spot. You know what I mean? Like it does have some really cool gore effects. And I think with the, with the pseudo Satanism and the, uh, and like demons and stuff like that, the ghosts, I think it's like, it's just, it's funny enough that it's not, um, it's not going to be off-putting to someone tr- like trying to get a friend into horror. Like, I think it would just be a really fun one. And honestly, like I could, you know, I would, I would watch this all the time. That's the hell I'm going to die. On right there. I would think so with five fingers cut off and thrown into yeah. the grave. So that mm-hmm. is a three, four and five from all of us over here. at turtle the pod. So what did you all think about this movie? If you have seen us, let it be known to us on our Let social media. Go on to our Discord. Let's talk about it over there once you hear Reveal about it. Your score. So let's go ahead. Let's take one more quick break and then we can jump into our Would You Rathers and finish us all off. And we're back. Thank you so much to our kind sponsor for those kind words of encouragement or listener or whoever. Send us the things. We want to play the things between this, our other things. So it's not just yeah, a do do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we want our doo doos. <laughs> we want our we want more interrupted with, with, with the commercials between our doo doos. Yeah. Anyway, you are, whatever you are, just send us some stuff. Yes, whatever you are. It. Yes, I like that idea of mm-hmm. having something besides whatever kind of monster you may be. Send it in. So we're going to go. Would you rather? I'll start us off because I go to my source that I love so much uh, Reddit. Would you rather have a million dollars? Or a million ducks that you can telepathically control. This is the one I said I know the answer a million to. What ducks? Ducks. ducks. The thing our um, uh, Will Forte's character is afraid of. Or one million dollars. <laughs> or one million dollars. I'm going oh, with would, a million ducks. ducks that you can ducks. telepathically control. So as am I. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's why I said I know the answer. Like, yeah, think, yeah, dude, best of both worlds you could telepathically link up with every duck you find me one dollar and bring it back to me well yeah i mean you could do so much with a million ducks that you telepathically a control ducks. 
Exactly. You know how much money you could make off a million ducks? Uh, probably about a million bucks. Okay, so... A million bucks or a million ducks. How do you think the the people of Reddit would have voted for this? Like, I think they went for the I money. they went for the money. A bunch of dodos. Of course so. they did. 3.9 thousand went for the million dollars over 3.1 thousand going for a million ducks because they're a bunch <laughs> of dummies. God, what a, yeah, <laughs> coming at you, jokes, Reddit. Man. Wow. So, so there's mine. I want none of these Reddit people think fourth dimensional. Exactly. It's all just like in the moment. I want my million dollars right now. But they're gonna go invest it into Bitcoin. It's not even worth anything. Ross, do you have a question for us? <laughs> oh, I do. It's mm, okay. So it's more of just a generalized question than a would you rather. Mm, mm-hmm. All right. So we saw a lot of different interpretations of uh, ghosts in extraordinary oh sure if you had to come back as a ghost how would you come back like into like a different like thing i mean there was like there was there was a possessed deer head there was a trash can there was mold growing uh there was floating Uh, french fries i mean if i got my choice maybe i think like a dealer's choice probably some sort of action figure i think that could be cool okay like maybe uh, that like, might be a cop oh, out, but like, sure, evil crusty. Like I have like this like big old like rancor figure that could be fun. Like any like toy yeah. would be realistically That's pretty cool. cool. I, like I think so. You don't necessarily have their powers, but you have ghost ish powers. So hey, well, at least at very minimum, you can walk. Well, that around. makes me feel bad about my right. choice. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Sam, what would you do? Mine's mean. But so it is. I would want to be a like little pebble or a rock at a skate park. If anybody <laughs> is unfamiliar, uh, oh, yeah. ne- never rode skateboards, all it takes is one little rock, tiny little rock. If you're riding your skateboard, you run into it, your wheels will just lock up and stop and you'll go flying. So I'd be a little rock that could fly around in front of people and make them fall just, wow just fuck it up people's days but just the, the tiniest little pebble yeah. it just fucking pisses you off and yeah i'm just watching people like ruthless watching people prat fall i mean there. they do say in the movie that ghosts are just so and these possessions are so like around everywhere that people don't even notice them so that's probably what's been happening to you wow. your whole life at the what? skate park yeah i mean Smart. any skateboarder knows that yeah. exactly so, it's ghosts. skate parks are typically pebble free <laughs> and if they're not it's because of a ghost absolutely i mean makes sense makes sense mm-hmm. okay interesting all right ross ghost. yeah what are you um, turning into i'm curious oh man i would be a haunted portrait i would like it doesn't have to be of uh, me or just a haunted painting. I okay. So one of the scariest night gallery episodes was the mausoleum painting that every time he turned away and looked back at it, like the grave would be opening, and then like the zombie would cut, like a dead person would be coming out and like reaching towards the door. Like I like the idea of like looking at a painting and looking back, but I would just do subtle stupid shit. You know what I mean? Like I'd be wearing like a different hat, or like I'd be looking a different way. You know what I mean? Like, not mm-hmm. not nefarious, just more off-putting. Uh-huh. You'd be playing the long con, like just yes. like slowly, like moving, like every day, like half an inch backwards. <laughs> so, yeah, that, like you don't notice it, but then like over a year, you're like, I swear, when we got that painting, the guy was right up front. <laughs> <laughs> you you do that gag where. You'd make it look like your wiener's out of your pants, With but you just put your finger <laughs> through it. Exactly. Oh my god, this painting is obscene. Wait a minute, is that... That's, that's just his, his finger. 
that's that's the name of the painting. So, that's the title of the painting. It's just that's a, it's just a singer. I like yeah. <laughs> Side haunting I would do because I've had some haunted pants recently. What? And to tell. I've had some yeah. haunted. I understood. Yeah, they. <laughs> Haunted pants. Okay, <laughs> you understood what I said. Elaboration on that. Well, my my zipper is constantly down, and I'll pull it back up, and then next thing I know, it's down again, and I'm always having to fly check and pull my zipper up. And I think there's some haunt. My I think the zipper's haunted, and it's always like, uh-huh. <laughs> is that what you told the courts? Um, yeah. Is that what you told the cops? <laughs> it must be haunted. Uh, I don't know. It must what. be haunted, officer. <laughs> it, it's actually because of my special talent that uh, kind of leads me into my question, which was, if you could have a talent like they have in these movies, and we all know I get ghost jobs, that's why I have the haunted zipper, um, <laughs> what would your talent be if you could pick some sort of supernatural oh. spooky talent? Spooky talent. Ooh, so I guess, what would those talents be? I mean, so in the, in the movie, we only get like... a few examples, but... It's yeah, talking could, with anything, ghosts, hearing ghosts, can, seeing ghosts, like yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess yours ghosts, is touching ghosts, touching ghosts, or being touched touching by ghosts. ghosts, getting touched by ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> touched by yeah, a ghost is that the spinoff of touch. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh wow, that's a good question. Um, to think about that, I mean, within those parameters, I think if if we live in a world, I think I would want to rather maybe talk to them. I'm trying to think of the simplest aspects because I don't know what else, what other kind of powers rather mm-hmm. than hear them because then you can't yeah. kind of escape that. It makes sense. Like if like for some reason I can just like talk at a ghost and they can hear me. I don't know. It seemed like well, That's wasn't that word. one of their like because both of them had like the power to he hear ghosts. Hear, he could hear ghosts uh-huh. and she could communicate as in like force ghosts to possess people to okay. exercise mm-hmm. them. I, I mean that that's hers is pretty cool i guess yeah she seemed to have influence over them and then yeah the dad could also be he could hear them but he could also be easily possessed by them yes. i'm guessing or you I just gotta so. let yeah. them the dad got possessed yeah. too and then i'm guessing there could be seeing ghosts tasting ghosts i'm touching ghosts yeah touching let's ghosts. say they're all related to your senses, senses uh senses. like the the five basic senses okay yeah <laughs> Yeah. See, okay, I would do touch, but um, they used to have them in God, in the original Tales from the Crypt. They talked about it with Peter Cushing's character. Uh, they it's like a ghost scribe. So it's basically they take like chalk or a chalkboard or a pen and paper, and they let the ghost write for them. So like instead of like hearing ghosts all the time, I could just sit down and be like, "All right, what mm-hmm. do you want me to say?" And then like they take my hand and write stuff. And then I could be like, okay, so I got to do that. All right, awesome. Anything else? All right, yeah. So they could make, make the kind of like to-do list for me. Yeah, I was thinking about, sure. I think I'm going to stick with being able to like talk to them so that they, I, I don't I don't know what that mm-hmm. really would mean. Like, but being able to like communicate to them because then maybe I can be like, hey, influence. ghosts. You have influence right. on them. Right. Can yeah. you go ahead and like, you know. Well, would that be like, if ghosts exist now, scram. wouldn't that just be the same <laughs> Can you thing bring me my coffee? Like, can <laughs> Like yeah. can I like get, like like ask them to you be able to do stuff slave for me? Army. Yeah, not quite. Just like um like uh I just want some friends that'll small favors. Help, small we'll favors. help each other out. <laughs> <laughs> so what's keeping you here, man? If you bring me that coffee, I'll like. Oh uh, well, we can sit down and talk about it. <laughs> you know what? You know why don't you go ahead and pour yourself a cup, and we we can sit down and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. I just picture like a cup of coffee floating in there and tilting back and just, just pouring, pouring all, all over, over my chair. Yeah. Over. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, man. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I think that was a, a good way to end this episode of spooky ghost stories and movies and whatnot and all that fun stuff so once again thank you very much for joining us this far into the episode this far into our journey as a podcast so far especially if you've been around since day one holy shit we got like 37 episodes like this has been going on and and we've been having fun every time we do this and you know the people that are with us as well uh we're glad that you're here and having fun too so Spread that fun around. Let your friends and family know about it. Rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify. It truly, truly helps us and getting the word out as well. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, follow us. Like, uh, follow, like, I don't know, interact yeah. anywhere you want. Instagram Stalk. and Slasher. Let us haunt your friends and family. Yes, with our voices mm. of our voices. And <laughs> go ahead, jump on our Discord. <laughs> I don't know how to tell someone to find our discord but like go on to I, our i want to we should <laughs> we should start putting the link in the bio for the episode that's it all our, that's where you find the link for it that's where because i know you need the link so look in the bio of the episode you can always go to chuddlethepod.com for our links too and that'll take you to any of the places you can listen to us look at us they can't really look at us but uh <laughs> you'll be able to hear our beautiful voices and uh, all that good stuff and follow us on slasher instagram i keep telling us uh, you guys this all the time but you know we're really excited you guys get it you get tell it. your friends great review exactly we love you all we love you want to talk to you that's it and until next time we'll be waiting baby cries during that last segment you can cut my mic out i wasn't talking but i heard it in the background i would have done that (laughs) you can cut that out oh thank you i will i will go ahead and cut that out out. (laughs) out. you don't want me to keep it cut it out cut it out